You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Get it on. Got to get on the treasure on mandate. Get it on. And welcome to CarCast. I'm Corolla. It's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, over there. Hello. Uh, Will Turner from Turner Motorsports is going to be in here. A guy I've known, well, I've known the company for a long time, uh, making high-performance aftermarket stuff for BMW. Yeah. And uh, Matt's probably going to try to wrestle like an intercooler away from him or, or like a uh, a coil over maybe some coil overs. maybe some so, coil overs. We'll I know, already out. know what you're we'll doing. Out. But I've been I've been so I've been so like neck deep into that car. I was like I I got some questions and I need some answers. And, and it occurred to me that that uh, is yeah that's my my old E thirty six forty six forty six. God damn it! I had the E thirty, then I got the E thirty six. The E forty six is where. Is 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 the car you're talking about, and it's a good car, but it, it needs some help. And those cars are moving up in value, though. the The M5s of that era yeah. are moving up. The M3s are moving up. I'm seeing them on Bring a Trailer now. They're always kind of like, eh. They're starting to knock on the door of maybe twenty five, thirty grand now, and they're yeah. and they should be. And yours and, is the and, slick top, and they will. Yeah, mine is the moonroof delete. Uh, they and it's a six speed. And just like the M3's first gen, there's actually one Maxipata can check it on Bring a Trailer. I think there was a, a a gray one. I don't know why. I had a gray one, and I thought it was cool because they were pretty rare uh, that was on Bring a Trailer. I think it was like yesterday Sorry, or something. It's an E30 M3 gray colored that was up there but those things are moving up everything's moving up but why shouldn't they they're they're solid yeah. cars well this car because it doesn't run i'm not putting any miles on it yay matt <laughs> going up in value by sitting in front of my place <laughs> so a lot of car stuff going on yeah um i just we just got back from the car show uh, Max Pass got a picture of, but there was one on Bring a Trailer, and I'm not sure. Uh, I think it's sold by now, but you can. Oh, this, oh, one, this, this, one, bit, yeah, this one ends in about seven minutes. Oh, about seven minutes. Oh, oh okay. well, yeah. Keep an eye on that. As Let's you, see if it pops. As you hear this, it's it's at 35 now or 20. 30, 35. Yeah, sweet. Kind of looks like my. I, I had one that was gray with the black interior. Anyway, yeah, it's a good looking car. They don't perform really. Because they're they're really pretty underpowered for for the weight, yeah. and especially by any modern day whatever, like any Ford Fiesta with the whatever package on it would just kick its ass. Yeah, but <laughs> it's very Euro, it's very eighties, it's very German, and if you got like the Evo three engine for it, and you built it up a little, and you went from the 2.3 to like the 2.7 stroke or whatever and did it upright, you could get 275, 280. I don't mean full spec race, but I just mean kind of streetable version out of that. Um, I was just at the other shop looking at putting a set of wets on to the 935. So if you want to know how my life works. My life is just a succession of, um, wheel and tire thoughts, wheel and tire. Thoughts. <laughs> no thoughts of like, huh? Uh, how are we going to film the stand up special in Portland? And then the next thought is, huh? When the nine thirty five gets flown to England to do the Goodwood Hill climb, it's going to be wet. That car's on slicks. Who's sending four sets of wets over and how there? How are we going to send them there? And, and how am I going to send them there? And more importantly, who's going to pay to ship <laughs> right. a set of wets? And then the thought was... Do we have tools? Do we have tools? And then the thought was, wait a minute. Matt and I were going back and forth. And then there was a discussion of... Well, why don't we just put the wets on the car since it's going to be wet anyway? Yeah. Right? Right. And it's, not, it's, it's a hill climb event. It's not like a full bumper-to-bumper race. So 
you you can you can drive to whatever you're comfortable driving on that hill climb or to the limit of the wet tires i guess if you will right you know you don't right um there's nothing to like win the uh we did the uh what was the car show san marino san marino which was really cool had all the uh newman cars spread out and uh mira and uh 350 gt i was able to enjoy it to some degree but my head was spinning i had just done my first stand-up special i was just in portland i had like been riding this kind of emotional sort of thing of like nerves and fear and then exhalation and excitement and late night and we have three hours sleep and like literally just got off the plane and drove over there. So I was like, I was in no condition to drink it all in. It was more <laughs> like I was just going to walk around and yeah. say hi to everybody. But yeah, I was like, I, and, and I appreciated it. It was cool saying hi to everyone, but I couldn't really completely absorbed the the majesty that was 10 Newman race cars sitting in the middle of a golf course. And I I appreciate that everybody went out there and checked out the cars and LA Times and LA Weekly and Forbes and everybody that's writing articles and stuff. Thank you for sending those because, like you said, we didn't really get a chance to sit back and look at the whole thing. And so many people took such great photos and been sending the articles and photos. And now we kind of get to see it. Please tweet through the those. eye of the lens. And also, Max Pat, remind Matt Fondelier to like get me a cover of the L.A. Times uh, or the copy of it. I should say my my dad is going nuts. It's like, yeah, he's like, I got to see that paper boy. Well, just <laughs> all right. Just yeah. today, uh, L.A. Weekly did their article. He would have loved to have made it there, but he lives. Six miles away. So oh, I, I mean, I I will to do my dad do Matt my dad's place in Altadena on whatever street. I think we have the address for fun. Do the do the distance from the San Marino yeah car classic to my dad's house. While you're looking that up, go I to LA Weekly. Well under ten. Yes, thank you. Uh, go to LAWeekly.com homepage, one of you guys, and see and like. You know, halfway on the page, there's the car collection, and I think some pictures that people took of. of yeah, so of that. so so thank uh, you. I don't know if we won any awards or or did anything like that. Oh, okay. I have a beef with the award thing. This oh, is, oh, this is this is what happened. All right, hold on. Let me yeah. tell you about Brush Hero, okay. and then you tell me about the award thing. Brush Hero, no more uh, backache, no more wet, scraped up knuckles. One. 100% water-powered, no batteries or electricity. That can be dangerous. Just the standard garden hose. Hook it up to the brush hero. It is exactly what it is. It is a brush hero. Starter set comes with two brush heads. Soft one for sensitive surfaces like uh, paint and chrome. Tough for the serious muck. Extensive line of accessories to clean virtually anything. Boats, barbecues, yard tools, patio furniture, RVs. Yeah. That's me improvising. <laughs> Great gift for Father's Day. Let's get going, man. What's Father's Day? Like, Tomorrow, the next day? Let's yeah, move, man. Let's move. Well, you can give Dad his gift on a Monday. He'll, he'll... It's fine. Yeah, you know what you do? He doesn't want a tie. You get the Brush Hero, and then you get the purchase printout thing, and you can get it at BrushHero.com or Costco or Amazon, and then you put it in an envelope, yeah, and you give, give it to receipt. Dad. You can, it's on its way, it Dad. That's on its way. Uh, use the code CARCAST, by the way, and save 10% on your entire order. Again, Amazon, Costco, Walmart, or go direct to BrushHero.com and use uh, CARCAST as a, as a code. Get 10% off. Uh, orders over 40 bucks, ship for free. It's a great product. All right, sorry, the uh, awards. Yeah, so we loaded up all the cars. The show was on Sunday. We were loading out all the cars on Saturday. Uh, it was a big feet um it it worked out took 12 hours and then uh you know at the end of saturday 8 30 at night or something like that um we're in the golf cart at the event rolling out and i run into one of the uh one of the event coordinators planners whatever and the guy was like what time are you guys going to be here tomorrow and i said well it's a long night we've been pushing cars we're probably rolling around 11 or 12 Mm -hmm. 
And I said, plus, Adam's doing a live show, and I think he's going to, like, literally land and then drive right here. We're expecting him around noon. So let's shoot for noon. He's like, okay. And I said, I said, okay, do you want, like, the keys to the Lamborghinis or something? Like, what do you want? He's like, no, 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 you hold on to the keys. Mm-hmm. That was it. Great. That was our conversation. We went. We showed the cars. And as I was leaving on Sunday, I see the guy, and he goes, hey, man, uh, you guys were a shoe-in, first place, Lamborghini Award, but uh, you weren't there to show the car. I was like, what, what are you talking about? He's like, no, you have to be. When the judges come by, you need to be there. I was like, yeah, yeah. I know how a Concord works, but we didn't like – we didn't know the process, and didn't I see you yesterday and go, did you need the keys, or you could have been like, by the way, judging's at nine, and yeah. then here's the kicker, so then that guy called me at like 11, and he's like, hey, there's a lot of people looking at your cars, what time are you going to be here? I said, oh, around noon. He's like, okay, well, then we'll see you in an hour. Never once did he say, you missed judging, or, or hey, can we reschedule judging? Like, hey, I'll be there in an hour. I didn't know. Have the judges come back. We'll, we'll do this. Like, it never even came up, and at the end, he's like, hey, too bad about that award. Huh? I was like, what are you talking about? It's, people <laughs> are strange, as Jim Morrison would say. It's it's weird. Oh, my dad? He's like, it's a shoe-in. <clears throat> it's a shoe-in. You guys won. The car's fantastic. Uh, was he talking about the mirror? Yeah, ta- the mirror. Yeah, it should have won. <laughs> uh, anyway. So they gave it to a bone stock Gallardo? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> my dad's house, 5.1 miles Oh, away. It's the point one that put him over the edge, I'm sure. Who has a crappier relationship with their dad? <laughs> now, here's the whole thing. I, I, it's not his fault. I, I would never tell him there's a car show yeah. with cars <laughs> in it that are his son's cars. I've never even crossed. It didn't even... It never. We talked about this thing thirteen hundred times. It never <laughs> one second did never I went think. Like, hey, should I invite my dad? <laughs> Maybe the LA Times. by for lunch. Yeah, he likes the LA Times. What other things could you be in where he would really appreciate it? Because he already likes that. Well, does he watch thing. the news? Because it was all over ABC Seven and. I think ABC if I played or... the flugelhorn, yeah. <laughs> there might be something there. Is there is there like know. a trade magazine for flugelhorn players? That he subscribes to, possibly? Chuck Mangione made the cover for the 75th time, by the way. <laughs> Flugelhorn Illustrated. He never. He's like Oprah with her magazine. It's always Chuck Mangione yeah. with his Flugelhorn. Find that picture, Maxipata, and laugh. Find Chuck Mangione's record cover, and you'll see a man embracing a Flugelhorn. And by the way... Max Zapata, who claims to know music. <laughs> oh, he's, wow. The flugelhorn is a smoother sounding instrument than the trumpet. The trumpet's a little sharper. A little more tack. The, it's a little smoother sounding. Mm-hmm. Am I, did, I, what, did I pick the right image? Oh, <laughs> if that was you. Oh, God, that'd be framed. That'd be hanging up on all of his walls. <laughs> <laughs> For once in your life. <laughs> Chuck is... Literally squeezing the life out of his flugelhorn on this 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 thing. All right, so uh, we didn't win any awards. We didn't win any awards, sadly. And yes, I have no idea. Although it be, it, it it is a little bit of a reoccurring theme where people who run things think you're imbibed with some knowledge on how the event works. Like, well, scrutineering's at nine a.m. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, no one ever said anything. Well, that's how we do it. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, I get it. That's yeah. how you do it, except for we've never been here before. No, no, he was great, though. He was like, too bad about that award, huh? I was like, what? He's like, here, have a gift bag <laughs> with some car wax, more car wax. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a great event, and we'd love to go back again next year, um, maybe with uh, fewer cars. All right. Yeah, and you guys knocked it out of the park. I, I knew oh. I was going to be traveling while you were pushing all those cars around, and uh, it's insane. All right, so we have Goodwood coming up. I was uh, out to dinner last night, and the waiter came up to me and said, uh, what's going on with that 935 of yours? And I said, it's going to be at Rensport. And he said, yeah. I'm going to be there too. Really? So come say hi. You know, I tell everyone, come say hi. That car will be at Rens- Rensport on the slicks this time. God willing. I had a similar conversation with the guy that works the park counter at the Venice AutoZone. No way. <laughs> yeah, I walked in. He's like, hey, Matt. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> He's like, how's the show going? Good. 
Guys going to Red Sport? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so somebody <laughs> tweeted me the other day about and there's a little a little it's not a debate, it's just a one upsmanship. Um somebody tweeted me and said uh PT Cruiser. Yeah. And I said uh PT Cruiser is the saddest of all cars because it means you like cars, right? But you're sh- broke and you're <laughs> stupid. Like, but it, but it's sad because when I see my mom, my my stepmom drive around her Honda CRV, I don't feel sorry for her. She doesn't like cars, right? When you see people in a Honda, like one of those later mid eighties Honda CRVs, it's like I don't feel sorry for that person. They don't like cars. They wish they lived in New York and could take the subway everywhere. The PT Cruiser is the saddest of all cars because it means you like cars. You just are dumb and broke. Yeah. Right? You went with, I want to do something that's kind of cool and retro looking. But you're dumb and you're broke. (laughs) And then somebody tweeted me, oh, the saddest is the convertible PT Cruiser. And I was like, "Mm." but then I said, the saddest of all is the convertible Geo Metro. Yeah. And and they were like, uh, how about this Suzuki Samurai with the lid off? And I'm like, not, not as sad. Maybe o- rivaled only by Dylan's ride. Chevy <laughs> <laughs> Tracks. Dylan's ride. D- I, Chevy I Tracks. Like, maybe, like, the Chevy Tracks guys must have had the Geo Metro from the 80s, like, if posters all up in their design room. <laughs> like, well, what are we looking for? And I'd be like, how about we get a Mura or Macintosh, or, uh, uh, not a Macintosh, a uh, uh, Lamborghini, uh, oh, what is this? Countach. Countach, sorry. Yeah. There's too many Countaches. <laughs> But they didn't. But no. I, I still say, uh, look, I'm throwing down the gauntlet. The Geo Metro is a three-cylinder. Already I've beat you all because I have three cylinders. Yeah. Secondly, it's the saddest car in the world. There's no way. You, it's a, in, a, in a convertible, you don't want to be recognized driving that thing. Oh, you yeah. should be wearing a gorilla mask <laughs> driving <laughs> that thing. In college, I knew a guy that drove one, a yellow one, and... Uh, uh, and he delivered pizzas as his job. So he'd deliver pizzas in his yellow Geo Metro convertible in Arizona. And I was like, why? He's like, that way I could just smoke weed while I'm just delivering pizza, like, all day. And I was yeah. like, so what does that do to the pizza? Because the Geo Metro isn't that big. Like, the Geo Metro <laughs> is four people who four cylinders is a little too much for right. them to handle, but they're too scared to ride a motorcycle. So they get the Geo Metro. I, I, I've declared myself the winner with the convertible Geo Metro, unless anyone can get sadder than that. Now, people said Chrysler LeBaron, like 80s, yeah. with the wood paneling convertible, and that is pretty bad. But not, listen. Well, you get that not, PT Cruiser with the wood fake paneling on the side. That's true, <laughs> and maybe the convertible. All right. Not beat on, new. It's got to be new. I knew a guy who had a Chrysler, whatever. And when those cars were new, they're still junk, but they didn't look like fried hell. Yeah. Go ahead, Gary. Gary's got an offering. When I saw your tweet, the car that I thought of before I really read PT Cruiser is this one, which I would argue is equally sad. You like the cars. Prowler. The Prowler. The Prowler. I, the Prowler is not. And by the way, if you're going to show one, don't do the bumper delete because you're hurting your case. Now, <laughs> the point is this. Yeah, this one's the, modified, Gary. The, the, reason, the reason the Prowler is not as sad as the PT Cruiser is the guy who owns the PT Cruiser makes between thirty-five dollars and $47,000 a year. The guy who owns... Oh, it's so ugly with the with bumpers. The, bumpers. <laughs> the guy who owns the Prowler makes between sixty-five and eighty, And yeah. even though he has horrible taste... He's still in a higher tax bracket, and he loves that cars and coffee trip. Because this car wasn't this; these cars ain't free. No, thirty nine grand. No, they didn't sticker for thirty nine, did they? The sticker in nineteen ninety seven was thirty eight three. In nineteen ninety nine, thirty nine three. All right, hold your tongue. Uh, late late nineties, forty grand was you know get, we're, we're getting into three series Fair. BMW and even knocking like on in, the door of in, a M in ninety nine. 
I bought a new BMW E36, and out the door it was forty two thousand M3. M3. So that's what I'm saying, E36, Gary. M3. You got to be so dumb that you get this car <laughs> instead There's, of oh, instead of the M3. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I went with M3. It's I'm just sad. saying, to my credit, I went Listen, with M3. Gary, nice offering, just no cigar, man. The, the, the Metro convertible is the biggest now, you, piece of shit and, ever. And you mentioned the, Lebre- the LeBaron. Wasn't there like a Maserati version with the, with the porthole side, like in the, in the hard yes. top? The- yes. Maserati got hold of, uh, like, the Chrysler. Well, Chrysler it was bought their first, Maserati. Yeah, it, was, it was their first, like, yeah. Maserati... Chrysler partnership. My favorite, my favorite partnership of all time is look what 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 you got to do in a partnership is you got to do what Billy Joel did. Like you marry Christy Brinkley. Yeah. You go look. I'm ugly. I'm gonna marry someone that's hot. Maybe our kids like got a coin toss chance of being good looking here. Right. All right. But you can Google the kids and see what happened. But what I'm saying is, is don't uh, marry if you're if you're Billy Joel. Don't marry uh, Angela Merkel. Yeah, you're going to have an ugly kid for sure. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and if you're if you're AMC, the worst car company in America, don't hook up with Renault in in <laughs> Europe, the worst car company in Europe to yeah. create the AMC. Alliance. There were no alliance. But now you're taking the two, the ugliest person in Europe and the worst person in the United States, yeah. and you're joining forces. <laughs> yeah. If you're AMC, join forces with Nissan and see if you can crank out a, oh, yeah. a decent product. Yeah. Don't do Renault. <laughs> yes? Yeah. I'm with you. All right. Why I'm don't you, you get uh, Turner going over here? Will Turner. I'll tell you about uh, Castrol Edge. Tech advances have made engines smaller, more powerful. More efficient, the pressure is, uh, it's, it's on, man. L- smaller engines working harder. Castrol Edge collaborated with Electronic Arts to present adrenaline-filled driving challenge called Titanium Gamer, inspired by the need for speed video games. You find out if real or computer-based driving skills are superior. See for yourself. Castrol Edge can deliver even under the most demanding circumstances. Check it out. Watch the video. Go to Casual USA YouTube page and watch this video. It is, if you're into cars and uh, enthusiastic driving, check that out. Will Turner here from uh, Turner Motorsports. Um, I uh, followed these guys for years as a BMW guy. One of the first guys I'd ever gone to back when I would barely go online, just go look at their parts catalog. And I think I probably had some hard copies of your guys' uh, catalogs. How long has Turner been doing this? Yeah, so it's interesting. Uh, We were talking about that this morning with one of my sales guys, Doug, because uh, he said that you called him up in early 2006 and uh, placed an urgent order for some parts. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, so I I had him pull up the the old records and... uh, you got some spark plug wires for a uh, for an E30 M3, some red wires. Yeah, that sounds Could about be right. Me. right. Could and, be me. Could be me. Yeah. And then uh, we overnighted you some uh, E46 uh, M3 clear reflectors to replace those ugly uh, ugly yellow ones, the orange ones that came on the front. It uh, sounds like me too. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, some wheel spacers. Oh, wheel spacers. Fifteen millimeter wheel spacers. The yeah, wheel spacers yeah. really sound like me. That'd be about five eighths of an inch or so. Those fifteen millimeters or something, something in that uh, neighborhood. Yeah, wheel spacers. <laughs> I was just talking about wheel, wheel spacers. Wheel spacers were shot at the other yeah. shop. I talk about wheels and tires almost all day, every day. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing. So you guys been around since ninety eight? Yeah. So we were. Uh, well, we were. We started. I uh, started the parts company in ninety three to kind of, kind of uh, fuel the. Uh, the uh, racing part. So the uh, I was into BMW racing and autocrossing and playing with cars, and uh, I needed a way to support my habit. So I kind of started a little business, selling brake pads out of my trunk to support uh, to me being able to go to the racetrack. And one thing led to another, and uh, we had a uh, an e not an e-commerce where you could buy stuff, but we had a website back in the uh, in the early days. Um, we were f- on on the internet in uh, ninety seven and ninety eight, which was uh, 
which is pretty uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, back early then. on. Yeah, yeah, that's it's what amazing I remember. To me how yeah. If a guy rolls up to the front of the shop with a van and says, you want to buy some stereo equipment, you're like, definitely not. But if he rolled up and opened his trunk with brake pads, he'd be like, I'm interested. Yeah. Like, I'm a little bit interested. You know? Well, you can expect the product. <laughs> well, the, yeah. It came, it came at an uh, interesting time because um, it was when people were bringing these uh, BMWs to the track for drivers' schools and stuff. And uh, the faster they got, the less uh, the stock brake pads would work. And people really weren't taking racing brake pads and putting them into driver school cars. You know, they were they were just getting over the asbestos uh, uh, compounds and stuff. So people didn't want to put this stuff in street cars, and they're a little nervous about that. But what uh, what ended up happening is, uh, you know, I'd, I'd bring a set of racing brake pads and they'd put them in one person's M3, and all of a sudden that person was a superhero because they could brake deeper. They'd have com- they'd have the confidence to uh, to push harder and it, it would uh, it lead to them telling the the guy next to him, "Hey, you should try some of these brake pads. It makes you faster." Right. And you know what I didn't think of? I didn't think that uh, I, I wasn't smart enough to say uh, this is a business plan. But they're consumables, so if they like them, people are going to buy them again. So what started out as bringing a couple sets of brake pads in my trunk to these events ended up bringing a full truck, full trunk load. You know, my car was probably driving like this to uh, Watkins Glen with a bunch of brake pads in the back, but um, it just kind of caught on, and brake pads led to uh, suspension stuff and suspension stuff to engine stuff, and uh, we just built it up from there, and it's uh, it's been a long ride, a long, fun ride for that. And you do a ton of racing yourself. I've seen many images of uh, you oh, exclusively in B- BMWs, but I've seen you in, seemed like a lot of different classes. What is uh, what do you? What's your weapon of choice right now in the BMW world? Yeah, so now we're uh, we're competing in the uh, the IMSA Challenge and IMSA Sports Car Series, and uh, we're in the GTD class, and we're racing a BMW M6 GT3. Let's so, see a picture let's see of what that. that car looks. M6 GT3. Oh, that's a beautiful looking yeah. car. Yeah, you guys have really really <clears throat> stepped it up. What are the rules? In terms of engine and capacity yeah, so, and horsepower and weight and that kind of stuff. So that class is the, the GTD class um, for in the IMSA series, but it's a worldwide class, which is the uh, the GT3 class. Mm-hmm. So all the manufacturers um, submit their uh, you know their cars and their visions of what they're going to build to try to make them so that every manufacturer can compete against each other. So we're racing against the uh, the 911s. We're racing against the Huracans, the the four eight Ferrari four eighty eights, the Mercedes AMGs. It's all these uh, these manufacturer built cars that um, are in the GT three category. So um, you know this car has the uh, basically a BMW M five or M six twin turbo V eight, mm-hmm. um, and you know we're the the series has its hands full, um, and even the the SRO in the world has their hands full because they got to make our twin turbo V8 uh, competitive with a, uh, a six cylinder or a Porsche, mm-hmm. um, and even a uh, um, you know the the ten cylinders and uh, the Audis have ten cylinders now. But yeah, the Audis have ten. Yeah, or, so it's yeah, I guess they do. So Eight they, or ten. Yeah, yeah probably, probably the 10. Lamborghini. All right, Lambo's got 10. Yep, so you got a normally aspirated car versus a turbo car versus a six-cylinder versus an eight-cylinder versus a 10-cylinder. So they do it with with either restrictors, weight, or boost restrictions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the goal for this class of racing is uh, that all these cars uh, should be able to do the same lap time. You want parity. What kind of horsepower do you guys make? So these make about six hundred, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit less, a little bit more, depending on the uh, the way that they have the rules set up. Now, do, do you guys build the engines, or, or is this one of these programs where it's basically like a sealed crate engine? You can't do yeah, much Yeah, that's, that, that's a great question. So these cars come, this M6 and the other GT3 cars come from the manufacturer. So this comes from BMW Motorsport in Germany as this car. Um, we got the car in early um, sixteen. And uh, it's basically shows up, and uh, you torque the wheels and put some fuel in it and start it up and uh, and go racing. Paddle shift? Yeah, it's paddle shift. It's got all it's got uh, all the electronics. So paddle shift, ABS, traction control. 
It's even got air conditioning. And when I say <laughs> air conditioning, it's not air conditioning that's going to keep you at uh, 65 degrees. It takes it from uh, like 175 degrees to maybe a uh, 130 degree uh, cockpit temperature. So it's still hot in there. Is there an actual pump? Yeah. So it's again, uh, you got you let the engineers at BMW go wild, and uh, the AC pump runs off the rear uh, the rear axles. Sure. And it's got, it's got a, are, are they just trying to get it off the crank, or are they trying to move the weight to the back? Yeah, so a little bit, so a little bit is weight, but the other thing is, is that it really works uh, under deceleration. Oh, right. When so you're not robbing the crank, right? Exactly. Right. So yeah. uh, it's kind of a, it's kind of interesting. So how, you got to uh, hit the brakes to cool off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, it's an interesting uh, uh, idea. We have it, it's 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 not brand new because obviously some of those old race cars we have you see the alternators in the back running off that half mm-hmm. shaft there or running off the pump yeah, in yeah. there so it's it the idea is you know hey if you can run a belt off something in the back versus anything to stay off the crank then anything that needs a belt would make sense just to shove it in the back and get the weight back there as well, it's an exciting series. Uh, whenever it comes on TV, I'm I'm always watching uh, because it's nice because none of the cars look alike. They're all such so so different. Which you and know, you guys I, had that iconic color combination, the yellow and blue, that seems to be around forever. That's kind of how I've always recognized the brand. Yeah, is, so is because so we, of that, we uh, you know when when I was trying to figure out what color to paint my race cars, and that was actually when you used paint versus uh, what you use now. Yeah, you just wrap everything just wrap. now. But when I was uh, trying to figure out what colors to put those things, they uh, I looked on on TV and I was watching uh, some F one races or something, and I was trying to pick the colors that popped the most. And it came out in you know in bright sunlight and in and in um, darker conditions or even in the rain the blue and yellow actually worked, and uh, I went with it and kind of kind of stuck with the same colors even though people were like why that you know is there is there what's the reason behind that and it was really just because I wanted my cars to pop out on on TV and in, in photos. Does does Turner now obviously Turner started with brake pads and then expanded into suspension and lenses and, and, you know, and brake kits and everything else. And, you know, when I was looking at them some years ago, they had some stuff, but they didn't have like whole engines and things like that. I, I do not believe transmissions and that kind of stuff. What, where, where, where have you stopped? Where are you at now? Yeah. How's the parts business evolved? Yeah. Wow. The parts business has evolved. Um, it's, it's just awesome now. So, our um, our website um, turnermotorsport.com um, has everything from again from general maintenance parts for your BMW where you can save money from uh, you know then buying them from your from your dealer you can buy the same exact parts you and get and, and some less. restoration parts now because some of these things have some age to them yeah absolutely absolutely they're uh, it's amazing to think that uh, that an E30 uh, is almost a classic car now and uh, parts it are kinda getting parts are kind of getting scarce for those. But yeah, so everything from you know from mild to wild, Turner Motorsport pretty much uh, has you covered. Um, some of our biggest categories um, are suspension, where we do a lot of uh, a lot of suspension stuff, whether it's the control arms or the bushings or the shocks, the springs, the coilovers, and then uh, the rest of the stuff is just the the quick, easy bolt-on performance parts. That do you do any short blocks or long blocks? No, so this, our service facility will build uh, some special projects and build some project cars. But um, we usually don't. Uh, we usually don't do a lot of stuff that we can't ship easily. Yeah, I, you know it's funny. Matt's going to do a little spot on Geico, and then I'm going to tell you about yeah. the the E30 M3 is a great platform. But it's funny you don't see too many highly modified ones like you do with other. I mean, you you definitely see them, but they're not like in the you know. In the automotive world, where you just see fastback Mustangs that have been totally, yeah. you know, the the Ring Brothers have gone nuts on it. That E30 M3 would be an awesome platform for some to give to the Ring Brothers and have them go bananas. Yeah, on I it. think it's because the values are starting probably to go as well. And yeah, but it's weird they weren't that much a few years ago, and I know they're yeah. scarcer than a fastback Mustang, but. I just feel like somebody ought to just go berserk on one of those cars. All right, do your spot. Yeah, all right. Talk about it. 
Geico. So everybody's got a to-do list. You're dropping off your dry cleaning, picking up some milk, and you can add, save hundreds of dollars of car insurance to that list. You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. If you just go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. If you need some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to do you can do today. Check out geico.com. Yeah. I, uh, a BMW is, uh, is a guy who enjoys Porsche and a guy who enjoys Nissan. BMW's like a perfect match because it's the front yeah. engine, it's bulletproof, it's German, it's got, it's got a little, it's got, it's got a little flair and a little panache, but it's not, you know, Ferrari, Lamborghini. Everything's bulletproof. Just, uh, always, Always been a big fan of uh, all things BMW. What is, um, except for the uh, i7, i8, yeah, with its 16-mile plug-in range. (laughs) fan of that. I went to the BMW dealership and was uh, profiled by a black man. I know. How about that? Yeah. I got. I showed up there. My like flip flops and my Jimmy Kimmel (laughs) t-shirt, my gym shorts, and I was like. Hey, I'm uh, thinking about getting one of these uh, i8s. And he's like, you are? Yeah. They're really expensive. uh, They're pretty expensive. And I said, uh, yeah, well, I'd like to test drive one. And he's like, yeah, we don't. Perhaps you'd be interested in a a three. I three. Like I three. And I was like, (laughs) I I like these eights. The black man was profiling me. Yeah. And I said, I I like this one. And he's like, yeah, we don't let people test drive. We don't let you people test drive. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, well, you want me to buy a $120,000 car and I don't get to test drive? And he's like, "Mm, not really. I said, "Uh, what's the range? And he's like, "Eh, 17 miles. Plug in, give or take. And I was like, that doesn't seem like a lot of range for $120,000. And he's like, yeah, all right. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to leave. And he's like, okay. That's kind of that's kind of the car that would make a good project car. I mean, imagine if that had 550 horsepower like oh, an M5 has in it. Right. It's got the looks and it's got, uh, you know, it's got a little bit of exclusivity and it's, you know, all carbon fiber. And, and uh, I bet the arrow is pretty well tested just because of what they're trying to achieve with that range and stuff and you're right why not pop out batteries and engines out and put something hotter in there and see what happens yeah. we had one as a uh, as a project car that we uh we lowered um added some more negative camber in the front to uh decrease the understeer of course you'll uh you get that at the uh, early limit in that car and then uh we uh we did some software with a turner um turner software in it to increase the power and again it wasn't uh it wasn't the uh, you know a supercar, but again, it looked good and sounded good, and was a little bit different than uh, yeah, a little bit different than your, your average i8. It looks amazing. It would be so killer if that thing had a hundred and eighty mile range and had the sort of ludicrous mode on it, where you could get from zero to sixty and three point eight or something. It'd be yeah. a killer car. It's just. It's 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 the looks are all there, and I'm sure everything's there. It's just for that kind of money, you want a little more range and you want a little more performance. And I don't. They must have plans of, or do they have plans? They I don't, don't know. I don't know. There was talk about doing a a a hotter version. If if there's any modification, I would imagine it's going to be more range. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be more power. I'd love to see more power, but I would we'll be. See. I look. Everything works. Everything's fast enough. I mean, we all get our sort of caught up on you know. Hey, is that zero? Oh, it's only zero sixteen four seven. It's like yeah, that's plenty. That's that's yeah, fine. That's pretty, plenty quick, so quick. Or, or whatever. Five two. Or, it's all fast enough. Let's let's be honest. But it'd be awesome to plug that thing in and just get two hundred miles range out of it. That would be the cool part. Yeah, I I think if if they found a way for more battery, bigger battery, something along the lines of that to get more range, then that also means they could do more power because it's really just about the battery. I don't think the electric motors are that much of an issue uh, because we can get a lot of power from the electric motor. So if they had more battery, they can go, okay, well, 
you can get a hundred miles range or you can put it in some crazy mode and the range cuts, but now your zero to 60 is, you know, we just knocked a second off of it. Right. (laughs) So what's BMW have in the fun time department coming up? What, what in the M badge department is coming up with BMW? I'm a little, uh, lost track of all the yeah. new product that's coming out. What's uh, waiting out new there? M5 is, uh, yeah, new pretty, M5 is new M5. New M5 is a pretty amazing car. All wheel drive. All wheel drive that you can turn off. Time. That you can turn off easily. Like uh, you don't have to do any secret code and hold down six buttons and uh, you can just you know, go to the rear. Yeah, you push a button. You that's, turn off. That's the front like wheels. getting borderline to some Mad Max stuff when he hits the button for his blower. Like you can turn off all wheel drive in this car. Yeah. Yeah, I love that documentary, <laughs> Mad Max. He's going to turn his blower off. Um, is it a twin turbo V6 or a Twin turbo V8. V8 yeah. with what kind of horsepower? I think it's 600 horsepower yeah. rated, but, you know, uh, every car we put on our dyno that uh, BMW gives us a horsepower, we always end up measuring more, especially since the turbo era. I'm going to be curious if you put it on the dyno in a four-wheel drive mode and two-wheel drive mode, does it change yeah, we haven't done we haven't done that yet. But uh, now that you mentioned it, I'm sure uh, I'm sure one of my guys at the shop is uh, chomping at the bit to check that one out. Right, you know, yeah. you're gonna need an all wheel drive. drive. You're gonna need an all wheel drive dyno though. Sure, yeah. no, we got one. We <laughs> got one. Oh, yeah. And and um, what do you guys have? I mean, the great thing about turbo product is you don't have to start unbolting heads you can just start mapping and chipping and screwing around a little bit and get a bunch of horsepower right absolutely so uh you know ever since bmw switched over to almost entirely turbo now or i think they are entirely turbo now we've uh we've put some importance in uh software engineering and figuring out our plan for software stuff for the future and yeah that's right you can you know you slap an exhaust on these you lower them and you turn the boost up and you got quite a special machine and uh you know they get really fast. Um, it's it's amazing the torque increase that you can get, and uh, you know and how good they react to this stuff. What can you do minus you know bigger turbos and you know exhaust manifolds and stuff like that? Like what can you do just in this sort of programming department in terms of a horsepower gain on something? Oh, like, like a ten percent or twenty percent bump yeah, on like, average, something like that. Yeah, it's a, it's it it depends on the model uh, and the car. And um, what BMW's been doing is, you know, they're they're running a lot of the same motors in different configurations. So mm-hmm. you have a uh, you have a three twenty and a three twenty eight, and other countries you probably have a three sixteen and everything in, in between and. And it's all different boost levels and uh, some kind of little drivetrain component stuff. But on on average, um, with the torque, you can get you know between twenty and twenty five percent more torque uh, pretty easily with uh, with some software modifications. And again, looking at the new M five, why it's why it's all wheel drive. I mean, you you're going to need all wheel drive in all these cars because any, every time. You uh, you have 500 pound feet of torque or 600 pound feet of torque. The first thing that happens in a in a rear wheel drive car is the tires just spin. Your traction control light comes on. You don't go anywhere, right? Yeah. So all these things, uh, as the torque increases, are going to have to be all wheel drive to get you off the line. And the the engine in this car is roughly around the same horsepower as what you're running in your race car. And it, it, like you're saying, it, you have basically a sealed crate engine. What are you allowed to do to the race car to make it your own? Do you just say you know, we can't touch the engine, but our suspension is completely pri- proprietary, or or do you have limitations on that as well? Yeah, so that's a good question. So the race the the race car motor that we have actually runs less boost and less RPM than the uh, the street car, the street M M five or M six, um, and the race motor we can do a full season. Um, on a, a race car motor, which is kind of unheard of in uh, in racing racing terms, you know, if uh, and our seasons are long, it starts off with the twenty four hours of Daytona, and you got the twelve hours of Sebring, six hours of Watkins Glen, ten hours of Petit Le Mans, and everything in between, testing weekends, racing, and everything, and we can go the season on a motor. Wow, um, wow, but. Uh, it's uh, yeah. So back to your, back to your question about you make the, racing the sound inexpensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, so, so much of that is lubrication and computers, right? You know, it's uh, there's there's a, a huge amount of technology and safeguards in these uh, in these cars now. Um, our uh, the computer power in this in this car is just amazing, and uh, 
it's uh you know what we can touch and what we can't touch we can we can play around with suspension settings and uh you know shock springs and uh and a little bit of geometry settings um but again the the way that the rules are for the homologation for the gt3 classes you you can't try to reinvent the literally reinvent the wheel or reinvent the suspension stuff because they're trying to keep everybody in a box, keep the costs down, and keep everybody um, competitive. I like the parity part, but I also like the part where they're trying to keep the costs down. So you yeah. can't just throw money, you know, daddy's money at it and go out and dominate like sort of maybe in the past where everybody's got to play. Like like just the notion of an engine lasting a season and you forget about, yeah, 24-hour, 12-hour Sebring, 6-hour Watkins Glen. That's pretty insane. Matt, why don't you give me a little uh, brush hero before we bring it home here. Brush hero. No more backaches and wet, scraped-up knuckles. Our brush hero that we love so much is 100% water-powered, no batteries or electricity required, just a standard garden hose. You know, the starter set comes with two brush heads, a soft one for sensitive surfaces like paint and chrome, and a tough one for the serious muck. I'm going to use it in the engine compartment. Of now the, that I got uh, it on the M3, because I got it all apart. Oh, you do? Yeah, because I got to replace the starters off. Oh, and the superchargers oh, off. Yeah, yeah and yeah. The, the starters underneath the manifold. So now Underneath the exhaust manifold. <laughs> and the intake <laughs> manifold. I'm no, angry. No, it's not, dumb. it's not low. It's up high. It's, it's up underneath the inner core oh. intake manifold. Well, I used to like being there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the brush here has an extensive line of accessories to really clean anything. Boats, barbecues, yard tools, patio furnitures, M3s, apparently. It's a great <laughs> gift for Father's Day. Uh, hurry up, get on that. Like you were saying, just give Dad the receipt. Give him the print it out. Yeah, give get it, it now. And just I've done this a million times where you just take a nice big color picture of your thing that you can put in the envelope, give it to Dad, and go. Yeah. Uh, the UPS guy's going to bring it by in three days. You love it. You can get it at Amazon, Costco, Walmart, or just buy direct at BrushHero.com and get ten percent off your entire order if you use the code CarCast. All orders are over forty bucks. Will ship for free. So check out BrushHero.com. Will, how many square feet do you guys have now? Oh man, it's uh, it's almost uncountable. We've uh, we've grown <laughs> over the years, so that must be nice. That must almost be nice. uncountable. And then where do you? <laughs> He's in a Walmart. <laughs> uh, where do you guys do? I, I don't need the most, but like, what's what's a where's a, a region that you would ship to that is might surprise a lot of us. Man, well, you know, because we're on the East Coast and uh, we're located a little bit north of Boston, you'd ex- you'd expect it to be the hotbed because of a local area. But really, like California is our number one uh, our number one shipping state. How too. about worldwide? Um, worldwide, man, if there isn't there isn't one uh, there isn't one big one. I think uh, I think it really depends worldwide on what the uh, the exchange rate is in the certain countries. You know, um, it was a couple of years back. Or, yeah, a year ago or so, um, we were shipping ba- stuff back to Germany, which was uh, pretty interesting. Where we'd be getting we'd be getting orders back from Germany. I'm like, well, wait a second, didn't some of these parts uh, originate from Germany? From Germany? And right. But uh, you know, it's uh, the pricing, the worldwide pricing structure for BMW parts. Sometimes it makes it uh, beneficial to shop um, in the United States and send it all around the world, which we can do. Our uh, we ship out a couple thousand packages a day, which is uh, which is pretty amazing, and uh, we have a lot of repeat customers, and uh, they keep coming back for more uh, for more stuff. Everything again from from your starter, yeah, um, to the uh, to the coilover kit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Last question: um, Is AC Schnitzer still around? Are they still going? Are you do you compete with them? Uh, they used to. I think they used to have like a Schnitzer. Yeah, they'd breathe, or Dynan would probably do like the M5 yeah. and a 3.5, and then AC uh, Schnitzer, Schnitzer was around. Was big at racing. I'm not sure what their parts business. So does. there's there's two different uh, there's two different Schnitzers, believe it or not. There's uh, there's the race team, which is uh, Team Schnitzer that runs a DTM car now, mm-hmm. and they actually have the most races of BMWs in the world. Um, so they've done the most races with BMWs exclusively, and uh, it's it's actually pretty cool because Turner Motorsports a close second. Um, only to them, and they're a German team that have been doing it forever. And uh, who would who would think that a, a, a U.S. based uh, team, uh, you know, kid from Connecticut, would have uh, 375 professional races with BMW, um, wow. second only to Schnitzer. But the other uh, the other part, the other AC Schnitzer part, is uh, kind of the the modifier and the tuner 
um, and they're still going in uh, in Germany. You don't see them as much anymore because kind of BMW M kind of took uh, mm-hmm. took over some stuff. I mean, you can really get a lot of. Uh, and is, is, is Dynan still around? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dynan's still around. Yeah. I'm just, sure. I've just fallen off a little bit. All right. Yeah. Because okay. you don't own a BMW. <laughs> there's, a couple parked, there's a couple parked up, up to Lambo and down to Datsun. <laughs> that's right. You're, I don't want to live in the middle anymore. That's right. Yeah. All right. Will Turner's his name. He's owner, driver, Turner Motorsports. I've not, geez, you pulled my record. I started. I got nervous for a second. Like, okay, he went a wheel spacer and a butt plug, and we told him he didn't sell those anymore. But he insisted. And then he got belligerent. And it was a rush order. It was a rush order. You, you, you he needed it, was it overnight. Urgent. It was red, it was red hey, Where's man. he going that he needs these? When so you got quickly. a hankering, you got a hankering. <laughs> Turner Motorsport is uh, where you go, and uh, website turnermotorsport.com. Uh, you can go, uh, I'm doing live shows, Thousand Oaks, Pasadena, Seattle. So just go to amcrolla.com and see where we're doing live podcasts. Check out Matt on Shift and Steer and uh, check out him and Goldberg talking yeah. together. And uh, check out Chassis, C-H-A-S-S-Y.com. We got the 24-Hour War. You can pre-order Uppity. We got the Newman Dock there. We got so many good racing docks there that are just hard to find. We've procured a lot of those. So check that out. Check out the Podcast One app and the Masterclass. And uh, speaking of Podcast One, go to PodcastOne.com. Click the survey banner and uh, hit them uh, with the survey. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, huh? Sticker shock. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Uh, my buddy who uh, does a new show, uh, Sticker Shock, I introduced him to you at the <sighs> Todd Mesereau. We did uh, Weird Up Jag event. Oh, yeah, yeah. And a nice yeah. guy came up and talked to us. Yeah. Producer, Sticker Shock's his show. It's a discovery. It's 10 o'clock on Wednesdays. It's a fun show. They put the car, everyone rolls their car in. It's, it's antique road show for cars. Oh, yeah. And okay. it, it's really good. And they get ex- experts, and then they blow everyone's mind. They throw it up on the list, and they tell them how much or how little or whatever. I like it. It's a good show. Sticker Shock's on uh, Discovery, so check that out. And until next time, this is uh, Adam Carolla for Will Turner and Matt the Motorator D'Andrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wind. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. CarCast Show.